This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Tom Opferman and Jacob Recht here on another edition of the Steelers Standard. It's a Friday. That means we got NFL football just two days away. Got a game in the books last night, week 13, already underway. Let's light this fire. I got a question for you, Tom. Oh, okay, we never do... mind. Never mind. Put the fire out. Put the fire out. Okay, go ahead. Last week we were talking about fires for Thanksgiving. Yes. Versus Christmas. Yes. Did you make a fire on, uh, Thanksgiving? on Thanksgiving? Did not. Okay. Have not. I haven't uh, made up a fire yet this this holiday season, in fact. So I'm still... Well, it's kind of weird. Like, right now it's like 50 degrees in Pittsburgh. I so know. What's going on right to... now? Like... My allergies are all out of whack, man. It's it's not good for my well-being because... Oh, I'm sorry. I would just like, if you're going to be cold, just be cold. Don't tease me with these with these crazy, no, I agree weird, with that. warm days just for one day. I agree with that. I've had an argument with Crowley where it was these random fluky warm days, and he's like, oh, it's terrific. I'm in shorts. I'm outside. I love it. And I'm like, no, if it's winter, I want it to be winter. Just if it's like, December, be December. Keep me seasonally depressed for the entire time. Yes. Don't, don't give me like a little ray of hope. Get that sun out of here. I want nothing but gray skies and depression until March comes and the sun finally pokes its way and back out. you don't even out. see the sun. You just see like a little patch without some clouds, and you see a little bit of, of light shining through. You don't even get the sun. You just get a little bit of no clouds this is sprinkled like a, here and there. This is like a perfect analogy for the Steelers season. Just these wow. random rays of, cloud, of sunshine that. that make you have a little bit of hope, but it's just passing the time between seasonal depression and seasonal depression as the grayness just keeps closing in from all sides. Well, let's, suffocating let's not be you. depressed because this, Light fire, the fire this fire always makes Light the fire good. up. Let's get feeling real nice in here. Let's talk a lot of NFL Week 13 action. Stretch run, baby. I mean, things, stakes are getting high in the NFL right now. Before we dive into the individual games, this seems to be like the craziest year I can remember in NFL history. I mean, I know that the, the Cardinals have 9-2 and a two record, but they're the only team with two losses in the entire NFL. Everybody else has at least three losses at this point in the season. I can't remember that much parity. I can't remember the upsets happening like they've happened. I mean, it's almost every week there's a game where you look at and you say, well, there's no way that that can happen, and it and it does. Like, the Jets have won a couple games. The Jags, for God's sakes, winning a game against the Buffalo Bills. The like, Texans against the Titans two weeks ago. The Texans against the Titans. The Washington football team against the, the Buccaneers. Denver last, Broncos against just, the Dallas Cowboys. Denver Broncos against the L.A. Chargers last week. Right. I mean, Jeez. Every week there seems to be one that just, boom, hits you on the head and blindsides you. But it, it makes the game more exciting. It makes the league more exciting. I think it's always a good thing. A lot of people I know are saying that the NFL is hurting this year because it doesn't have that quote-unquote dominant team. I disagree. I think it's better when there's like eight different teams that could win the Super Bowl. You have – think about it. Instead of just one team being great and then a handful of teams being really good and the rest being bad – you have all these markets now who are so involved and, and so interested in their teams and are so committed to a playoff push. I think it's great for the league. All right, I'm going to name teams. I'm going to list teams. And if you think that they can make the Super Bowl, just let me keep going. If I name one that you think can't, stop me in my tracks. Baltimore. Yes. New England. Yes. Tennessee. With Henry, yes. Kansas City. Yes. Buffalo. Yes. Cincinnati. Mm. 
Mm. Okay, so that's the cutoff point we probably get to in the AFC. That's Cincinnati spot, but we still named six teams before we got there. Well, there's five teams. Can, before can we, we got go there. a little bit past Cincinnati? Chargers, mm, Raiders, no. Broncos, no. Colts, no. Steelers, no. So we're okay. We're, we're cutting six. off right at Cincinnati. Arizona, yes. Packers, yes. Bucks, yes. Cowboys, yes. Rams. Yes. Niners. No. Okay, so we're starting to get to that cutoff point there. Football team, Vikings. No, no. All right, so Niners. That's almost five teams in each side that we just said, yeah, we could see them getting to the Super Bowl. Ten teams with an opportunity to be a Super we Bowl said, We said five in the AFC side, six on the on – the, five on the NFC, six on the AFC? Well, if we put the Bengals in there, then it's six on the AFC side. Okay, so five and five? That's so much. That's a lot. That is a third of the league. Ten teams that we think, yeah, I could see that team playing in a Super Bowl and making a Super Bowl. I mean, that's absurd. You usually, and it's funny because at the beginning of the year, remember it was all, well, I could see the Packers or the Bucks getting there from the NFC, and then from the AFC, it's the Chiefs, and it's just a matter of if the Bills can catch up and close the gap. So we were like, well, there's probably only probably four teams. Nope, we were way wrong. It exploded out into ten possible teams and. You can even make cases for an 11th or a 12th team to somehow sneak and in. And if there. I, when, when, we, when I said those yeses, Tom, those weren't sure. That was an emphatic yes. I can see all 10 of those teams making their way to the big game. It's insane. Insane to think about and what a fun season it's been in the NFL. The playoffs are going to be a What a fun experiment it would, it would be for us to take these 10 teams now and pick, like, you know how once you get to the playoffs – ESPN or NFL Network does these things where it's like the best possible Super Bowl matchup versus the worst. We have a little exercise of our own one day. Between the best possible Super Bowl matchup that we can of get? Of those 10 teams? It's the Patriots and the Buccaneers. I mean, oh, okay. okay. There's no other, there's no other but way. But I mean, I mean, like ranking, like give us like a top 10 of all the permutations and combinations that you would get from those 10 possible teams. If I can't get Bucks and and Patriots, I'd love Chiefs Packers to see Mahomes versus Rodgers because every time they play in the regular season, one of them's out. Right. So, this past year it was Rodgers. The year prior two years was ago Mahomes. it was Mahomes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that would be a lot of fun. Those are the two leaders in the clubhouse, as far as I'm concerned. No one wants to see the Rappers in the Super Bowl in this town. Are you kidding me? Get the hell out of here with that. Bengals Niners, little Super Bowl rematch. How fun would that From, be? What forty years ago? Yeah, I mean Boomer size and taking the Bengals to Is the, that forty years ago. Already? No, I don't think it was that long ago. It might have been. I, I might have been. I'm bad with time. Speaking of the Bengals, probably the premier slate as the one o'clock game is concerned. They welcome the L.A. Chargers into Cincinnati this week. Big, big, big game for the Bengals. They're a three-point favorite, so Vegas starting to believe in the Bengals a little bit too. Chargers got to travel across the country to play in a 1 o'clock game. Not easy. So their biological clock will tell them that it's 9 a.m. in the morning when they kick that ball off. I think the Bengals are going to win this football game because the Chargers are really up and down and inconsistent. The Bengals are too, to be fair. But this Bengals team seems to be clicking now, and I think that bye week really did them a lot of good. Two big wins following that bye week against the Raiders and against the Steelers, two teams that are very much in the playoff picture with the Bengals. So I, I see the Bengals taking care of business against the Chargers and getting to 8-4 and four on the season. And that's almost reaching to the point where you're saying they're a wild card no matter what now at this point. It, I think they are. It would take a monumental collapse to go from 8-4 and four to out of the playoffs. Uh, we, we've been doing this a lot throughout the season, but it's really easy now with so few games left. I think they can win against the Chargers. I really do. I think they're the better team. 
They have the Niners at home. That's another West Coast team coming, but it's a 4 o'clock game. Early line on that is Bengals minus 2, so Vegas again liking the Bengals. On the road against Denver, never easy to go into mile high, but you're the better team. you got to win that game. Then you have the rematch against the Ravens, which you already won, and it's in Cincinnati. They're going to be so hungry, though, because you not only beat them, but destroyed and embarrassed them 41-17. to 17, So Chiefs at home, Browns on the road. I think you have to win the winnable game. So I think you have to win against the Chargers. You have to win when the Niners come to town, and you have to win against Denver. So that would put them right there at 10 wins. 10 gets you in, I think. I think so, too. So, 10 so I, think, I think Cincinnati is, is – it just depends on what you get from the other division. If they win those winnable games, too, and they're at 10 wins with those, I'd tack on a Browns win at the end. I'd, I'd get them to 11 wins, honestly, which would be flirting with the AFC North at that point, too. The, the it's just, do you get two playoff teams from the AFC South? Do you get two playoff teams from the, NFC, or the AFC West? Because I think the only division where it's a foregone conclusion the East. is the East. Yeah, yeah. I think the East is a pretty much luck. I think we're getting there with the North, though. Like, I think the Ravens and the Bengals are pretty— Not the Browns. Are pretty solid right now. Not the Browns? Not the Browns. Not the Browns. Not the Browns. The, the Browns are in trouble. I think so, uh, too. They might be playing worse football than the Steelers right now. I'd say it's pretty equally bad. Big uh, big uh, bye week for the Browns right now this week because they, they need to get healthy. So this is a huge opportunity for them to try to you know get on the mend and try to get Baker Mayfield somewhere closer to 100% because he ain't playing at full strength. That is clear as day. But, yeah, I think we're both in simpatico on this one. The Bengals are going to beat the Chargers, and that's going to be another really quality win for them. And Yep. Exciting to see Herbert versus Burrow because that's a matchup sure. that we should have for a long time in the NFL. I, so. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, Herbert. I was thinking more so about how weird the Chargers are. Not at all that Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow crossed my mind. They are such a weird team. One of the weirdest teams in the NFL. Uh, makes, so, it makes, it really, makes it a much harder pill to swallow that Sunday night game. There are two double-digit favorites this week in the NFL as opposed to none last week. One of them resides in this 1 o'clock window. The Buccaneers go to Atlanta and are giving 11 points on the road. Buccaneers are a different team this year than in years past, or last year, I think, uh, that playoff run. Although it's hard for people to remember, or it's easy for them to forget, I should say, that they were a wild card in that playoff run, and they had to run the table on the road playing on opening weekend. So it's not like they were world beaters they didn't exactly even win their division but going to atlanta and giving 11 points is a tricky task i don't know if they end up winning this game by 11 points last time the buccaneers and falcons played this year it was a bit of a shootout in tampa bay with the buccaneers pulling away late but the falcons did put up their fair share of points i think the falcons keep this closer than maybe some people are anticipating them to but I promise you, I promise you, this will not be the game that's the turn your head to the side like a dog who heard a weird noise, what the hell happened there game. The Buccaneers will win the football game. I'm pretty sure the first time these, team, these two teams met this year, when it was in Tampa Bay, it was that game where that one defensive player for Tampa Bay had two yes. touchdown return for, or touchdowns returned on back-to-back plays. It was 28-25 to 25 heading into the fourth quarter of that game. Mike Edwards had two interception returns in that quarter, final score 48-25. So three-point game with 15 minutes to go, and then it was just a massive. And then it was a 23-point game by the end of it? So I think they can keep it close because they did keep it close for three quarters of football on the road already against them. So I, I don't know. And Brady's turning the ball over a lot more than he ever really has in recent memory. Uh, 
I think he's got like six interceptions in his past three games. That's a lot for Brady. He's got nine total on the season. So I think he might turn the ball over maybe once or twice in this football game. But like I said, there's no risk at all of the Falcons pulling the outright upset in this game. They might cover the spread. But there's just That's no, a big spread just, to cover. There's it just be, no yeah. way I see the Buccaneers losing this. And they game. might cover it just by being a 10-point game. I, I, they already dropped a weird one against the Washington football team, and I honestly think the Washington football team is a better team than the Atlanta Falcons are this year. So I mean, the, the Washington football team beat the Atlanta Falcons earlier this year. And the Buccaneers. How about that? How about so, that? Is Washington back? They're the seventh seed right now, by the way. They're so in the playoffs. They're right. in the playoffs they are. as it stands right now, which is just absurd. That seventh seed's gross. They should never have expanded the playoffs, but they should have because it could help the Steelers this year. But it's just gross. I mean, it's weird. It's a weird thing. The, it the worked out last seed and and the the eighteenth game, the eighteenth week. It's funny They're because the weird. seventh seed last year worked in the AFC because the Colts were absolutely a playoff team. I mean, they went eleven and five, but in the NFC, you got the eight and eight Bears. So like. And, and it, you had the seven and nine Washington football team as winning the division, division winner. It honestly looks like it's going to be the same story this year, where the AFC team who gets the seven seed, I'll probably be like, yeah, that's the playoff team. It'll probably be like the Colts or somebody like that. And then the NFC, it's going to be the Vikings or the Falcons or the Panthers. If it's the Niners, I'll be Washington happy. Football team. Well, the Niners are in the sixth seed right now, so they're they're oh, really they're even so they're, past. Okay, that. So they're in. Like, yeah, I guess so. So yeah, that that's going to be a wolf of a seven seed and on v two. Honestly, whoever gets the two seeds, got to be cakewalk. happy. I mean, at least it should be. I know it's not a buy, but it should it's be worth a something in yeah. the NFC. That's for sure. Wouldn't want to have to play the Niners or the Rams in my wild card. You round. have the potential to host the NFC Championship game if you are the two seed. No question. Uh, other games in that 1 o'clock window, the Arizona Cardinals, the team that boasts the best record in all of football, goes to the Chicago Bears to face off against Andy Dalton and the Bears. Uh, limited in practice on Wednesday with a rib injury was Justin Fields, so not sure what his status will be for that game against the Cardinals. The Bears, I was going to say, hey, shut them down and let's just pack things in fire Nagy in the offseason and let's try to rebuild this thing back up but the Bears in a jumbled a NFC are only a game behind the Washington football team for the seventh seed so, so you, you can't really pull the plug yet if you're their coach or else the fan base is going to say you're quitting on the season that's still very much possibly attainable so even though those fans have quit a long time ago yeah but you give you look in the standings and you're a game back and then all of a sudden your coach is saying we're just going to keep fields on the bench to heal that injury up a little bit more this game eh, basically admitting the game doesn't really matter as much that's not a good look for a guy that's already going to be fired though anyway uh but Cardinals should take care of business against the Bears. But would you be surprised if this is the one, if this is the weird one this week where you look at it and you're going like, yes, I would be surprised. How the hell did that happen? I would be surprised. You would? Kyler Murray's coming back, right, for the first time. I'd be surprised. See, I wouldn't. I don't know. But, again, I think it's that logo on the side of the helmet that's always going to have me have trepidation about the Arizona Cardinals. Just don't trust that bird. That bird is a scumbag. No, do you remember when it was Panthers-Cardinals 2016 NFC Championship Yeah, can I pick someone to not win this game? Because who the hell? They got blown out. I know. But you didn't have confidence in either team. No, that's what I'm saying. I was like, these two teams don't belong in this game. Give me Packers and what, what the hell happened to Aaron Rodgers? Vikings Lions, one o'clock window. Vikings, uh, tough loss to the Niners, but they're going to do the Viking thing where they lose one, win one, lose one, win one. Sure. So they'll be back to 500 after they beat the Lions and go to six and six. I bet it's closer than people think, though, in that game. Vikings yep. are only a seven point favorite. Lions just have this weird tendency to keep things close against average teams. So 
I, I think the Lions. Against all teams. That's true, too. I almost beat the Ravens, who are at the top of the AFC right now. Uh, Giants, Dolphins. Giants, another one of those teams that are magically just a game behind the Washington football team for that wild card spot. And the Dolphins, who are at 5-7, and seven, trying to creep their way back into the AFC playoff race. It honestly would probably take winning out and going 10-7 and seven to get into the playoffs for them. But, hey, until they lose another game, they're still technically alive for that. And I think they're going to get to 6-7 and seven this week at home against the Giants. But the Giants are a weird team. The Giants, just, people. the Giants just beat uh, the Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah. To but keep it was, themselves it was in New York, though. So Whatever. It, to keep themselves alive in that playoff race. It, alive for that, dare I say, NFC East crowd? Barkley's getting a little healthier, too. And the whole, the whole Giants as a team is getting healthier as well. And I think there was talent on that team to the point where you thought they might be a little bit better this year. So... Maybe you see them make a nice little push down the stretch here, not to get in the playoffs, but to be a competitive. We need more team. confidence in to actually make a push for the playoffs, the Dolphins or the, or the Giants. I want to say the Giants just because I think eight, nine is probably going to get you the seven seed. So it's just going to be an easier way to get in. That's a good point. I think the Dolphins, like I said, have to get to ten wins if they want to. See the playoffs see in point. the NFC or in the AFC side of things. Who do I think is a better team, though? I think the Dolphins are a better team. Yeah. I've said this. I think earlier this week. I think the Dolphins team that we're seeing on this four-game winning streak that's gotten them to five and seven is more indicative of who they are as opposed to the one and seven team that started the season. Like sure. I, I think they're closer to what they're playing right now, and that's a lot on the back of their defense, who's been playing a lot better. Right. Uh, Jets and Eagles. Speaking of another New York team. At 1 o'clock on Sunday, Eagles need to get back into the win column. They had everything lined up for them. Uh, if they just beat the stack Giants. Stack a division win. You stack a, just a win in general. You're kind of flirting around with the Cowboys now all of a sudden, but you're really solid in the playoff picture as far as the, being the seven seed is concerned. But instead, you drop a tough one to your arch rival New York Giants, so you got to go on the road against the Jets and try to get one back. Still very much alive like almost every team in the NFC is for that seven seed, but you definitely made the road a lot harder when you drop a game like that to the Giants. But I still think the Eagles are a decent football team, and Jalen Hurts having a really good year. If the Eagles aren't serious however, about him being the quarterback of the future, I think they're making a mistake. However, it had arguably his worst game Gonna last happen. week. Going to happen. I still think he's the guy. I still think you want to build around him. I think if yeah. you drafted a quarterback this year and moved on from Hurts. You drafted his teammate. You drafted Devontae Smith. Yeah, you're doing the Burrow thing, right? Like you're trying yeah, to get exactly. you're trying to get that connection going again. But I just feel like it's totally gonna be a we don't have faith in him. We don't know if he can really get the job done in big games and they're gonna move on from Jalen Hurts and to be quite honest, Steelers and I wouldn't hate bringing in Jalen Hurts and giving him a little bit of a run. I think he's a good NFL quarterback. Especially for today's NFL, like the I said, mobile he's, quarterback, tenth in the league in rushing mm -hmm. total. He's a seven hundred yards. He's right behind Lamar Jackson. So pair that with Najee Harris. You're talking about Ooh, you're talking about J.K. Dobbins baby. and Lamar Jackson. How about Jalen Hurts and Najee Harris? And then go out and sign maybe like a little veteran guy to be the spellback. Ooh, sure. you're cooking with gas all of a sudden. Now you got one of the best rushing offenses in all of football, which by the way the Eagles do with Jalen Hurts. They do just a couple yards on average ahead of the Baltimore Ravens, who the Steelers play. This week, Colts at Texans. The Colts, red-hot team in the NFL, cooled off slightly by the Buccaneers, but what a performance from them against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. you got to win this one, though. Have to, and they will. They'll beat the Texans on the road. Is this the game where you're like, oh, 
maybe this is the big upset of the week. They're nine and a half point favorites, the Colts are, on the road. Is it at Houston? Yes. It could be. I see the Colts playing so such good football right now, and the Texans cannot stop the run. And as opposed to the Steelers, the Colts will run the ball down your throat all game long. So. Hey, man, I'd love it if Jonathan Taylor gets my fantasy team another 50 points this week. I think it's possible I would against love it. this Texans team, but I, I see the Colts getting a 7-6 and six and getting a big win. All right, moving on to the 4 o'clock window of things. Washington football team versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Both of these teams kind of hanging on by a thread. Vegas is 6-5. and five. Washington's 5-6. and six. Vegas probably ends up winning this football game. Gets them on a two-game winning streak after their big Thanksgiving Day win over the Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, Vegas just strikes me as this team that is going to have a 9-8 and record and is going to be playing some pretty good football down the stretch and going to just miss out by the playoffs by one game. So I think it's a good football team. I think Vegas gets the win. I think they knock the, the Washington football team back down to earth a little bit. But that Washington football team defense has really turned things around almost ever since Chase Young got hurt, ironically. But they've been playing a lot better of late, and they really stymied Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks almost all game on Monday Night Football last week. Of course, they let Wilson drive down the field and score a touchdown with but they came seconds up left. when it mattered. Big stop on the two-point conversion yep. to get out of there with a win, and only giving up 15 points of total offense is phenomenal in today's NFL. So... They were supposed to be a defense-first identity kind of team that had really sucked out of the gate, but it's starting to come back on track a little bit now. But you wonder, with the Washington football team, much like some other teams like the Colts, little, too little too late, and did you dig mm. yourself too big of a hole here? I don't know who I have in this game. They're both equally inconsistent, but Washington's been turning it on, as you said, the last couple of weeks. Raiders have just been going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I really, don't, I really don't know. It's not going to be a game I, I turn my attention to, <laughs> but it just doesn't really do it for me. I, if, the, if, if the Washington football team wins it, it'll be interesting because now they're keeping hold of that seventh seed. Jags and Rams. The Rams have not won a single game since October. They went 0-3 in the month of November, had their bye week in that month as well. Uh, they've welcomed in the Jags. They're the biggest favorite on the uh, the schedule this week, a 13-point home favorite against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, just a totally fortunate game that showed up on the schedule for a team that's struggling a lot because if I'm the Rams, you can treat a, this like a scrimmage almost. If I'm the Rams and it's a 13-point spread, I'm saying screw that. It should be 23. Yeah, you got to figure out. You got you got to treat this like a we got we got to figure out. Yeah things on our offense so sorry Jacksonville we might run the score up a little bit because we're trying to break in a new receiver in Odell we're trying to figure out a replacement for Robert Woods and maybe that is Odell or is it a committee kind of thing that needs to replace him like we're going to be trying some things out on offense here can't get too cute with that though if you're the Rams you try too many unique things out you might sneak around and find yourself in a football game with these guys but I don't see that being any I threat either. I think they're going to get right back on schedule and they need to because at Cardinals, Seahawks at home, at Vikings, at Ravens, Niners at home. I mean, other than that Seahawks game, and that's a rivalry game, so you just never know. It's a really tough stretch for them down to wind down the season. And they're not exactly in firm footing as far as the mm -hmm. playoffs are concerned. They're lucky because the seven seed is so weak. But seven and four and moving in the wrong direction for the Rams. They need to stop it with a win over Jacksonville and a, and a really comfortable win over Jacksonville on Sunday. Absolutely. Like I said, the 13-point spread, you better destroy that thing. You better hope 
that it's never even a 13 point game at any point that you you go down the field you score you get a turnover you score again it's already 14 nothing and it's never closer than that Niners and Seahawks little rivalry game in Seattle the Niners are a three-point favorite on the road the Niners are six and five and they look like a team to be reckoned with again in this playoff picture uh, was the favorite to win the West earlier in the year, and they look like they're rounding into that form. The question is, will the Seahawks just lay over and let the and let the Niners add another win? You know, it's funny. Make make more ground in the, in the playoff race for that sixth seed. I'm an idiot, and I said on an episode we did last week, why would you win if you're the Seahawks? Just tank and get that top five pick like you never have and use it to invest in this team. They don't get their own pick this year. The New York Jets have the Seahawks pick because of the Jamal oh, Adams the Jamal trade. Adams yeah, trade. so Still. the Jets would be getting the pick that the Seahawks have. So the Jets have to be doing dance moves. In so their, they don't care. And the Seahawks office. don't care. The Seahawks about... need to win games. Yeah. yeah, they just need to win football games. Uh, but uh, like I said, the Jets have got to be having a party because they're going to get their own top five pick and potentially another one with Seattle. There's a scenario right now where the Giants and Jets would pick for four straight picks in the first round of the draft. So, like, for 40 minutes straight, we'd have New York, New York teams picking York, teams. New York, so New York. We'll see if that's how it absolutely shakes out, but a lot of draft capital between the two New York teams. I would hate to be the GM that had all the pressure to not screw that up on his plate, which, by the way— When you already have. You already have Zach Wilson and the Jets, and woof, and does he look bad. the Giants already have Daniel Jones, woof. Could at least move on from him, though, because it's been a couple years. Right, You're but stuck that was with still Wilson. A, what was that, number two overall pick? Oh, uh, it was like eight or nine, so don't give him still. that much credit, but it's a bad It one. was a reach. They should pick Kenny Pickett, because I feel like he's going to be the next Daniel Jones. Who said that? Not me. Chiefs and Broncos are your Sunday night football game. That game looked like a snoozer just three weeks ago, but the Broncos, for whatever reason, decide that they're not going to die. They're Only not. They're not going to roll over. Only one game. Back. If they win the game, they're in first place in the division. Tied. I think tied for it. Yeah, but I think they'd get the tiebreaker. I don't know right if they've the already Chiefs. played each other. I don't know if they have or not, and I I, I feel like they they have not because they end the year against each other. You know other. what would help if the Chargers that lose little the playoff machine? We love to. We love to tool around. That's with. back, by the way. If you want to go to ESPN.com and toy around with the playoff machine, one of the most fun things that you have. I like to do the chaos one too, where I try to. Can I get the Dolphins into the playoffs? Right. Like, can I of get course. the Eagle? Can the Eagles be the one seed somehow? Like, I love playing that game. If but you don't play like you're the watcher from Marvel's, like what if, and what you if? just do whatever. What if the Broncos win out? Like, you're not doing the playoff machine right. Chargers could lose to the Bengals. I think the Raiders will win, but the Washington Football Team could beat them. We could be looking at first place Broncos at the end of the weekend if they were able to pull off the upset. I think it's in Kansas City. The though, Chiefs are so a nine and a half point favorite yeah. though. Like Vegas knows this is probably gonna be a bloodbath. Denver has a really good passing defense though. I think they're third in passer rating allowed or passer rating against. So You know what Denver also has? Really good wide receivers that just and running backs. that just never get used because Oh well, okay. Bridge the running backs get used. Bridgewater just doesn't throw the ball down right. the field, but Sutton and Judy and Tim Patrick, that's a pretty good trio that they have there at that wideout position. And no, Almost beat no, the Steelers. No fans a pretty decent tight end as well. Almost so, beat the Steelers. Yeah, and like you said, I, their identity is Gordon and Williams in the running game, and Williams is going to be a really good back in the NFL. Uh-huh. It's, it's, you almost wish the Steelers had that veteran presence like Melvin Gordon so you could ease in your rookie, but oh well. I would have hated if, if – Melvin Gordon maybe was a steal in the near future. Uh, Melvin Gordon's still got some uh, tread on the tires. That's for damn sure. I don't know if the Broncos would let him go, though. The Broncos probably looking at next year like, you know what? You could probably make the playoffs We like these two guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
And finally, the Monday night game before we make our triple play week. picks and our prediction for the Steeler game. Patriots at Buffalo Bills. It is the game of the week. Game I'm most interested in. God, I just have a hard time seeing Bill Belichick losing a game uh, of this magnitude on Monday night. I, as do I. All the pressure's on. It's odd to say this because of the rookie quarterback in New England, but doesn't it feel like all the pressure's on Buffalo to get a win at their home stadium? Because certainly does. these guys aren't just breathing down your neck anymore. They're the team that you're chasing. They're the team that's in first place, and you got to protect home field in this matchup. And if they drop this one at um, Buffalo – and then have to go to Foxborough later in the year, it's going to get a little tight for the Bills. So this is a must, must, must win for Buffalo if they want to even just stay afloat in that AFC East race. I'm going to show my cards here by asking you this. Can we do our triple play, and can I go first? You're going to take the Patriots, aren't you? Plus two and a half, because I'm taking the Patriots. Ah! We can both take them. Who to go first? No, we can both take them. It's fine. You can both have a triple play pick. No, I won't allow it. it. Fine, you can go first, and you can have the Patriots. Let me reset the triple play before we get to it. How about this? I'll take that one, and then you get your next three, and I'll take my last one. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't need any favors. You pick, and I'm still going to kick your ass this week. We're both 19 and 14 on the season because we both went 1 and 2 last week. So sorry if you took our picks last week, unless you took my Dolphins pick, which was my winner, and unless you took Jacob's Packers pick, which was his winner. Other than that, you came up with Bupkis. But, Jacob, go ahead. The floor is yours. Why don't you go ahead and make your three So, picks? obviously, my first one, I'm going to go Patriots plus 2.5. I feel really good about that one. I don't think Bill Belichick will lose that one. My next one is Arizona minus 7.5. Like I said, Kyler Murray coming back for the first time. I don't trust the Bears. Cardinals are doing the most or scoring the most points by any offense on the road all season long. So I have a feeling this could be a very good win for them. And my last one, I will go. It's tough, Tom, but I think I'll go. Mm. Oh, wow. So many good games. You have five I, seconds, Russ. So all right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Chargers plus three. Chargers plus three. After we just said we think that the Bengals are going to win, huh? I think you cover. That's a pretty low cover for the Chargers, but all right, I dig it. I'm not going to argue with you. I like it a lot. All right, for my triple play, I'm going to start with the San Francisco 49ers giving three points on the road against the Seattle Seahawks. I think the Niners good are one. a fully up and running machine, and I think they're going to get a nice big win over the Seahawks. I got the Washington football team plus two and a half at the Vegas Raiders. Like Good I one. said, I think the Raiders are going to win the game, but I like taking the points, especially when they're that low in a game like that. So Washington's defense hopefully keeps it close, and I'm laying a heavy favorite for my last pick. Are you going Colts or are you going not, or Rams? Going Chiefs. Whoa. Chiefs minus nine and a half over the Denver Broncos. I think the Chiefs win by ten points. So you I say you're going heavy favorite. That's the smallest favorite of the, of the compared to the two games I mentioned. What are you talking about? Oh, between the Colts. Well, I don't want to take the Colts. I don't okay. want to take the. I don't want to lay points with teams like that. I want to lay points with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick That's Mahomes fair. scores a ton of points, and That's I think fair. they're going to beat the Broncos by the ten Rams points. Rams can score enough points. Rams offense has been sputtering a little bit True. lately. I don't know if I really want. I don't want to trust that offense. The to Colts be have not. Why don't you take the Colts and the Rams then, if you're so high on them? I'm, already ta- made my picks, I'm taking the freaking Chiefs. I made my picks. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I'm gonna win all three of these games I made this my week. Picks. And you're gonna lose all three of yours, especially that Patriots one. I can't wait till the Bills win by 40 points on Monday night. 
All right, before we get out of here, a little Steelers prediction. I know it's tough. I know that it's an uphill battle against this Ravens team. The Ravens run the ball well. You can't stop the run. The Ravens are awful against the pass. You can't pass the ball. They're great against the run. That's all you really hope that you can do is run the ball, but you haven't been able to do that of lately either. Things just don't really seem to go the Steelers' way in this matchup. That being said, I do not see a second coming of last week happening. I see the Steelers keeping this close in a rivalry game, as it so often is. I got the Ravens beating the Steelers 24-20. to 20. Ooh. Yeah, I do not see a miracle game for the Steelers this week. I don't, I don't see a, a rabbit being pulled out of a hat at all. No tricks up their sleeve by the Steelers whatsoever. I got the Ravens in this one. I got the Ravens 27, the Steelers 10. Wow. That's a pretty significant margin of victory right there, mm -hmm. especially in this rivalry. That's a downright blowout, I'd say, as far as this rivalry points, goes. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, hopefully both of our predictions are wrong as far as the Steelers game is concerned. Love to come in here and talk to you on a victory Monday, if at all possible. But if not, we'll still be here to have a shoulder for you to cry on if they drop this game to their arch-rival Ravens. But it all goes down at 425 on Sunday at Heinz Field. So make sure you're there if you have the means to, or make sure you're tuned into a TV if not, because it is going to be another classic edition of Steelers and Ravens. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks as always, and we'll talk to you on the next Steelers Standard.